0: prayer. God bless you today. It is Thursday, December the 8th and we are ready to pray together. Glory to God. As you come in, say hello so I can greet you. I'm grateful to the Lord once again for uh, bringing us together. Uh, We're just always so grateful when we can do this. Thank you to those who uh, join us faithfully. If this is your first time joining us on whatever platform that we're on, we just thank God for you today, and thank you for uh, joining us. Uh, We're always excited about what God is telling us in prayer, what he's doing, what he's teaching us and how we partner with him uh, to pray out his will on this earth and in our lives. And so we thank God for this opportunity. Glory to God. And so uh, today it's Thursday. Uh, We're almost at Friday. Uh, We're almost a Friday and that's a good thing. Uh, Tomorrow we'll be praising God together as we typically do on Fridays. And so join us for that. Uh, Let me just make sure that we are good with our volume, we are. All right, very good. All right, so I was uh, reading this morning, and uh, when I started reading, uh, the question uh, came to me, and so I wrote it down this way. Ever have those days when you feel like your prayers are unfruitful? (laughs) You know those days when uh, maybe yesterday uh, the prayer time was filled with unction, and uh it just seemed like everything flowed uh freely you know there was much freedom and it just flowed perfectly and the spirit of god you could sense his assistance and uh you just had scriptures come up and uh it just felt like a fruitful time of prayer and that was yesterday but then today it was kind of dry and uh it felt like you know the lord might have been distant to more so than yesterday And, uh, you know, it, it, nothing really flowed. You were, you know, struggling to, you know, even remember a verse that kind of thing. And, you know, a lot of times when that happens, our, uh, confidence is shaken. Uh, you know, we're not praying with as much confidence as we did the day before. And uh, it might be tempting to just uh, dismiss it as, uh, well, maybe I'm just extra tired today uh, or, you know, maybe I'm just unfocused today. Uh, It might be easy to do that uh, when we have those moments of, okay, why was my prayer like dry and didn't feel anointed as it did yesterday? It might be easier to dismiss it and just say, well, I'm tired, tomorrow's another day. But I would challenge you and encourage you to not dismiss that because what happens is through the day, um, you start asking questions like, uh, you know, uh, you know, was God really listening? Was he answering my prayer? You know, uh, was it something that I did? You, you just search for answers as to why, and, you know, when we do that with our mind, we're trying to figure it out with our mind instead of just uh, letting our spirit uh, take control of that. Uh, our mind, you know, it gives the enemy opportunity to say, yeah, well, Jesus, maybe the Lord doesn't answer every prayer that you pray. Uh, you know, uh, maybe if you had done this or didn't do this, and, uh, then he would have done. So then you start questioning and then it shakes, it really shakes your confidence. And so what I would say um, is that in those times when I feel like my prayer life yesterday was more fruitful than today? I stop at the end of my prayer time and I just look at four areas, just four areas that I look at to ensure I prayed in faith. Uh, and so um, the first one is what it says in John 5, uh, 1 John 5, verse 14. It says, now this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And so that's what I asked myself first. Did you pray according to his will? His word is his will. We never have to say, Lord, I ask that you would heal so-and-so or heal me uh, if it be your will. It's always the will of God to heal us. It tells us that in the word. That's one of the reasons Jesus died for our sickness and disease to take that on his body. So to say, if it be your will is negating what Jesus did, well, maybe it didn't, it wasn't for that. We know that's not the case. So we pray that in faith. Uh, and so we ask, you know, his word is his will. If we can say yes to this question, then we know he heard us. And so then the second one is in James chapter one. I look at James chapter one and I ask myself that question. James chapter one and verse six, it says, if, any, uh, let's see in verse six, it says, but let him ask. Good morning, Linwood. God bless you today. But let him ask in faith with no doubting. So I asked myself, do you fully believe in your heart about what you prayed for, or is there doubt about it? And then I know that the word cures doubt. The word is the cure for doubt. So if there's, if I'm praying about a particular thing and there's like doubt in my heart, I'm not saying doubt in your head because your head's going to pretty much doubt a lot. <laughs> but doubt, really fully believe uh, that what I prayed about. If there's any doubt, I need to go to the scriptures about that. And so get that doubt out. That's the cure that will remove doubt. And then, uh, if I say, yep, I fully believe it. Okay. There's that. Then number three, Mark 11, Mark 11 verse 25 and 26. And verse 25 says, and whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him that your heavenly father may also forgive your trespasses. But if you do not forgive, neither will your father in heaven forgive your trespasses. So then I look at number three. Do you have any unforgiveness in your heart toward anyone, including yourself? Good morning and happy Thursday to you, Mr. Ivan. God bless you. Now, a few times that I felt like my prayers were not as fruitful today as they were in the past, uh, this was the issue. Good evening, Maricon. God bless you there in the Philippines. Hallelujah. Uh, and so I felt like my prayers weren't fruitful in the past. Uh, and this was the issue right here. Number three. It wasn't the first one that, you know, did I pray according to his will or the second, did I fully believe it was the third one, uh, about unforgiveness. And it really wasn't unforgiveness towards someone else, but it was unforgiveness in my heart, in me, because I didn't receive God's forgiveness. Uh, either I had something that I never, that I never confessed to him and that was standing between him and I. And so then I would take care. I didn't receive his forgiveness on it. Uh, and, and sometimes it could be because I, oh yes, that's right. I need to repent of that. He did tell me to do that and I didn't do that. And so I would take care of it. First John one, nine, and God knows when we mess up. He knows when we do something we shouldn't. He knows when he tells us to do something and we didn't, uh, he knows all of that, but he tells us in first John one, nine to confess it anyway. So we confess it and receive our cleansing. And so once I do that, I notice the the freedom returns uh, and the fruitfulness returns to my prayer life. And then um, the last one that I look at is in Philippians chapter 4. And these are questions that I ask on the days that I feel my prayer life wasn't as fruitful as in previous days. Uh, Philippians chapter 4. In verse six and seven, it says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Now, listen, when I feel that my prayer life is not as fruitful uh, the peace inside, uh, leaves, you know, it's, it depletes. And so that this is a scripture I can check on. Did I can ask this fourth question? Did you take the time to thank God for the answers you asked him for? Did you thank God for it? Uh, don't ever leave. Good morning, Christina. God bless you today. Don't ever leave your prayer time without offering thanksgiving to God don't ever do that. Bec- and, and from your heart, because that shows that you're in faith. If it comes from your heart, uh, a lot of times for me, when I'm that it's, it's in the moments that I'm thanking God at the end of my prayers, that answers that I prayed for come. He might direct me to a scripture or give me direction, uh, in, for the thing that I asked for. And so, uh, it's in the thanking God. So uh, if you feel like your prayer time you know, today isn't as fruitful as in other days, don't just dismiss that and go, Mel, well, maybe I ate something I shouldn't have, or maybe I'm just tired. No, ask those four questions uh, and find out that, uh, is this really, uh, did I answer yes to these questions? If I ask and answer these questions, most often, often you'll know uh, why you felt the way you did. Now, a word of caution on that. Uh, we don't go by feelings. We're not led. We have feelings, but we don't let feelings lead us when it comes to praying in faith. And so just because I prayed and I didn't feel something doesn't mean that I didn't pray in faith. That's not what we're talking about. Uh, When we pray in faith, our feelings don't affect us one way or another. I don't have to feel like I'm healed to know I received my healing. That's faith says, I prayed. He answered. It's his will to heal me. It says it in his word. I thanked him for it and I am healed right now. I don't wait until, wait, let me check the symptoms and see if they're gone or let me see if they're any better today than they were yesterday. That doesn't matter when it comes to faith. Faith says, I have it right now and I'm healed no matter what my body says. Faith says I am healed right now. And every time the symptom starts acting up. Nope. Thank you, Lord. I am healed. Now it's easy for me to say that when there's no symptoms in my body. That's why we should say it when there's no symptoms in our body, because then it becomes a habit, (laughs) a good habit. I am healed and whole by the stripes of Jesus. Healing and health flows in my body from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. Every day I wake up, I am healed and whole by the stripes of Jesus. His healing anointing flow is present in me and I am walking divine health and healing. If I say that every day, the day that I wake up and there might be symptoms in my body, I'm just going to say the same thing. I don't pay any attention to feelings. Faith does not go and let uh, feelings dictate. If if we feel healed or not, no, no. And so um, I can I, I I don't have to go by feelings. So when I answer all these questions, the four questions uh, according to the Word of God, and I know I'm in faith, I can go back to First John five verse 14. I'm going to read it out of the, uh, amplified. So first John five fourteen. I can read it and I can know it in verse 15. And this is the confidence, the assurance, the privilege of boldness, which we have in him. We are sure that if we ask anything, make any request, according to his will in agreement with his own plan, he listens to and hears us. Glory to God. And if, since we positively know that he listens to us in whatever we ask, we also know with settled and absolute knowledge that we have granted us as our present possessions, the requests made of him. Glory to God. And so we have that confidence It doesn't matter what what the situation looks like. It may not change immediately. In fact, it may even get worse. It may get worse. But you know what? That doesn't change. The fact that I know and have confidence that my father in heaven heard me when I prayed. It's not him that's delaying the manifestation of my healing. There's the enemy at work. Uh, There's my doubt at work. And so, and, and if I'm praying for someone else, it's their doubt at work. Uh, they may have seen, you know, got a taste of heaven and they want to (laughs) go and you can't pray against someone else's will. You got that right. You can't pray against someone else's will. There was a whole church that got together and prayed for this precious saint of God. She was just a wonderful woman, woman of faith. And they were like, yeah, we pray for her healing. She had cancer. They got together and prayed and they were like, woohoo. They prayed. They were like, yes. And she got sicker. And they were like, wait a minute. This, she's a woman of faith. We're in agreement with her. We're praying. You know, she wants to live. And so one of the individuals went and met with her. And, and, you know, brought her something to the house or whatever and met with her. And as she was talking to her, she realized this woman doesn't want to (laughs) live. She was up in age and she said, I'm satisfied to go home today. And she was like, but we're all praying for you. (laughs) She said, well, that's not my will. I want to go home. He said, he gives me life till I'm satisfied. And I want to go home today. And so they were praying against what this woman did. So they got together and they're like, Lord, we bless her as on her departure. We thank you, Lord, that she goes with no pain. And it was not long before that woman went. It was within a matter of like days or hours before she went. That was what she wanted. You know, we're selfish and want other things, but we can't pray against someone's will. (laughs) It's not a magic pill, (laughs) There's laws that are in place. Some people may have spoken the wrong words over their lives. I told you about my aunt that did that. She said, I won't see 80. I'm not, I don't even want to look at 80. I don't want to talk about 80. No, no parties. I don't want to even, I'm not turning 80. And she didn't. She had a heart attack right before she turned 80. And she was healthy. (laughs) But those words, it's a law that comes into place. And so uh, there are things that we need to recognize and not pray ignorantly. You know, I've heard of people praying for spouses that were married to someone else. You can't do that. That's God's not going to grant that request because that's not aligned to his will. And so we need to ensure that we're praying in, in accordance with his plan and his will. And when you're praying for someone else, find out where their faith level is. Find out you can help them increase their faith by giving them the word of God. But you can't pray someone out of something if they want to remain in it. Cause you know, maybe they get disability benefits and they're not ready to give that up. That's money they rely on. We had some individuals where we're like, we'll pray for you. Well, if I get healed, then they'll cut off my disability. Well, they have competing desires. We can't pray for healing if they want that check. I'm like, well, why don't you get healed? Then you can go get a job and make even more money and not rely on the government or on that check that sometimes doesn't come where you have to go sit in front of someone and claim all these diseases as yours. You can't sit and claim all these diseases as yours and then pray for God to heal you and then ask others to come into agreement with you. You can't do that. You have to make up your mind. Do I want to be healed or not? Do I want to be healed? And then we can hook up our faith with them and and, and pray. Amen. And this is just the Lord just teaching us and, and, and making correction because this is why the manifestation of healing is delayed. It's not God. God has given us healing. He's deposited everything in us that we need to do his plan. And so if we're walking in the path where his plan unfolds, the supply of that healing, the supply of that provision, the supply of all that we need, is there and so it's not him it's not on his end and so we have to check on our end and so that was just four questions to ask uh if you didn't catch them you can go back and you can listen to them uh but that was just four questions to ask to to okay why isn't my prayer life fruitful today as it was yesterday and remember we don't go by feeling so this is not a feeling thing it's just when you get up and you know uh-uh, something wasn't right (laughs) i wasn't connected like i was yesterday Uh, So let's go before the Lord and let's just let him lead us in prayer. Amen. Father, we thank you for your instruction. We thank you for your correction. We thank you for your direction and perfection. We're so grateful to you for that. We thank you. This is the year uh, uh, for that, even in the church, in in the government, in every way. And we've seen that, we've seen that this year. And so we thank you that as your word was spoken by the prophets, uh, that we received them and we've opened ourselves up to your teaching. Uh, to the direction of the Holy spirit and correction, because your correction brings us into a better place. It brings us higher. And so we get your thought on the matter. We get your words on the matter. We make your thoughts, our thoughts, your words, our words, your actions, our actions. And when we do that, we see manifestation of all that we're praying for. I thank you, father God. Thank you for showing us why prayer has been delayed. Uh, and we thank you father God for showing us why, uh, you you know, maybe the manifestation hasn't come for something that we've agreed with others on. And so we thank you for that. We give honor to you for that. And father, we thank you that we can learn and grow in you. And you're always teaching us to do that. We thank you for your faithfulness to us. We thank you, father, God, that you are always faithful. You are always just, you are always forgiving us for those days that we, uh, you know, miss it and we, we don't do what you tell us to do, or we do the opposite, or, uh, we, don't do it fully. We partially obey whatever it is. Father God, we thank you that you are such a forgiving and gracious father. We thank you for that. We thank you for that. We give glory and honor to you for that. And I thank you, Father God, that you disciple us. You show us how to be like Jesus. Jesus said to learn of me, learn of me and my ways. And we do that. We sit at your feet and we learn the things that please you. And we do those things wholeheartedly. We don't do them halfway partially because partial obedience is is disobedience. And so we don't do that. We fully obey because we want the full supply of all that you've had, uh, have prepared for us. We want the full flow of your wisdom in our life, the full supply of grace in our lives, the full supply of healing and provision. Father God, the full supply of strength, and mercy, we thank you, Father God, for it. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. You're so good to us. You're so gracious. We thank you for revelation and wisdom today, understanding. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We give you glory and praise. Hallelujah. You are good in all of your ways. In all of your ways. In all of your ways, you are good. In all of your ways, you are faithful. In all of your ways, you answer. You answer every time that we pray in accordance with your plan, your will. And so we thank you, Holy Spirit, for your help today. We thank you that you come alongside to help us in every area that we need help in. So we yield ourselves to you. We yield our thought life to you. We yield our hearts and our desires to you right now in the name of Jesus. And we align them with you and your word today, Father, as the Holy Spirit assists us. And I thank you, Father. I thank you, Father, for the manifestation of the things that we are believing for today. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, you've never failed us. No, not once. And you'll never fail us. Your word will never, ever, ever fail us. Hallelujah. Your word never fails. It says heaven and earth will pass away but your word will never pass away. It will never be uh, diminished. It will never deplete in its power. But we thank you, Father, as we fill up on your word, we fill up on your power. We fill up on your wisdom. We fill up on your anointing. We fill up on your grace. We fill up on everything that you've provided for us in the name of Jesus. It says that everything that we need to live a life pleasing unto you has been deposited on the inside of us. We read that in Peter 3, 2 Peter 3, and we thank you, or 2 Peter 1, in the name of Jesus. We thank you for that in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, we thank you for it. We give you glory and honor and praise that we have everything we need to please you. We have everything we need to see our prayers fulfilled in the name of Jesus. I thank you for every single person who has joined us today. And I thank you that you are working in their lives. You are working, Father God, in them to will and to do of your good pleasure. I thank you, Father, that the work that you've started in them is not, you don't stop until it's complete. You don't stop prompting them. You don't stop leading them. You don't stop guiding them. You don't stop giving them the direction that they need. And so father, as we yield to your direction, as we lead to your uh, yield, to your leading, I thank you father, that it leads us to the answers that we need. It leads us right to the answers that we need. And we thank you. Father for it. We give you praise and glory and honor in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God. Oh, we thank you, Lord. We thank you that you are the greatest teacher we'll ever know. And so we thank you for your teaching. We thank you for your discipleship. We thank you, Father God. We give you praise. And glory and thanksgiving today in Jesus name, in Jesus name. He's so good and he's so faithful. Hallelujah. He's so good and so faithful. We just thank him. For all that he's doing, all that he's teaching us, all that he's showing us, we're coming up to a greater level in him because there are greater things that he desires for us to do as his body, his church. Uh, you are his body, right? You are the temple of the Holy Spirit, but you are a member of the body of Christ. And so what we live for is much bigger than any one of us. Every time I go to church, uh, every... Every time I wake up on Sunday or Wednesday when it's time for me to go to church, he he has my thoughts go to uh, the body of Christ at large, not just the congregation that I shepherd or that I pastor, but how we fit into his plan. And so uh, I just, I, and, and I'm purposeful when I say I'm so excited to be with my family of faith. And then I always feel I have to add because we are are a part of the family of God, the family in heaven and in earth. There are some family members that have moved to heaven and some are here on earth, and He is the Father of us all. And we are a part of that. We are a part of that. It's an awesome privilege to be a part of the family of God, and it's available to anyone who wants to be a part of it. Amen to anybody who will call on the name of Jesus and become a part of the family of God. And he desires to manifest in his church in a greater capacity than he has ever manifested before, because we give him opportunity. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, have an awesome day today. I love you. I'll see you tomorrow. We praise tomorrow. So come ready to praise